Hi, everyone. It's good to be here. It's Peter Westerby here with Anthony Kelly again. Good to see you, Anthony. Good to be here, Peter. I have to say this is the first time we're not in the same room. Um, it's a bit odd. I'm sitting in Jinnabara country, Malaney, 100 kilometres north of where Anthony is on Jagada Turbo. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited to be having this conversation, uh, saving carbon, not having to drive down and see you. Yeah? Um, yes, that's good. We hope the technology supports us, Peter. Yeah. So we're here for episode five in this series on participatory community development. And just... Um, Anthony's going to do most of the talking today as we explore the, how the worker does the work within the meso method, the meso level of this work. But just to remind of our, our, our listeners, Anthony, we've, we've explored what this whole method framework is to a set of good ideas to guide a practitioner and we've talked about the implicate our relationship to ourself we've talked about the micro method of relationships with others pretty well one-on-one -on -one. and we've talked about the importance of the meso level method of bringing people together in groups the heartbeat of this participatory work yeah but yes, today correct. we're kind of doing this very rich exploration of how, how the worker works within the group. Yeah, you've got a group of people. What what do you do? Is that is that what we're doing? That's it, Peter. That's yep. it. So, Anthony, we, we we've got a group of people, and there's a professional worker, a, a disciplined worker who who isn't just um, flying by the seat of their pants. They're bringing a method to being with the group of people that they're sitting with. And I think just to reconnect for listeners, I even told the story in our last episode of sitting with a group of families through my work at Hummingbird House just a couple of weeks ago. You know, we've met one another and we, we're sitting there and, and we, we have a kind of a, uh, th what we're going to explore today is what do you do in, you know, you, 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 what's the process? And, um, and in our talk before we started, you, you made the comment, and I'd like you to just say a few more comments about this, that th this, this could be just one meeting, could be, but we, we, be. We, it, we would hope not. Is that the right question? We would hope not. Just what are your thoughts? We would hope not. Yeah. We would hope not because if it unfolds, there's uh, a whole lot of growth and potential if it's a, a, a moving um, meeting that folds into the next one and the next one. Yeah. Uh, and that's how, of course, uh, they become projects and even community programs if people think, oh, they're doing a good job over there. We could do the same thing. Um, so, yes, and 
that happens around the world when these little groups are ongoing and then multiply into similar other groups and yep. so on. So, so we might come back to that at the right. end. But the key point we'll is the key point is don't expect too much in the one meeting. Like that, that there's it's a process, a series, a rhythm of meetings in the meso method. Yeah. 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 Correct. Okay. Now, Anthony, like we we co-authored and I see you as the definitely the lead author, a lot of your intellectual work in, in our writing about the craft of meso method you explicitly talk about the seven steps of meso method so these seven steps that for you give the worker a way of moving forward with a group and I'm, I'm really keen at the heart of today's episode to explore what those seven steps are and i'm wondering if you could tell us about them if you're up for it Okay, Peter, and I'll see if I can tick them off uh, one one by one. Yep. The first uh, step really is the gathering of the people before even the meeting occurs, which is much, much, much micro work, you know. Is there something in common that we can share? Should we get together? Is there enough trust? Is there enough hope? And so on and so forth. It's, it's an incredibly important part where micro leads into meso. Yeah. And is unfortunately, there a it's very vulnerable. Is there a shared concern, a shared problem that we could work together on, uh, shared experiences that we've got? Yep. So that work is very, very vulnerable at that stage because we don't even know whether there's going to be a meeting or not. And this is where I think so many government programs fail because the effort is not put into that preparatory work. Yep. So one of the reasons why participatory work is, is not favoured by governments and even major organisations because there's a trust there that if this works, it will be wonderful, but it may not. Yep. So that's really the first of the step. The second step is the day of the meeting. You know, we're very, very fortunate people. A few or many have, have actually come to, to the meeting. They turn up. At, they turn up yep. for whatever reason. But the, we know now from absolutely profound knowledge of this methodology that the worker in particular needs to forget about all that work that they did in bringing people together and deal with whatever the reality is that people bring to that meeting. And what that does is induce a sort of profound respect for the reality. So it could be that a mother's come, but she's had a sick child. Hmm. They're attending to an elderly parent. They're not well that day themselves or whatever the story is. The very first step in the meeting is to deal with the reality of, mm. of the moment and, and the profound respect associated with that. Yes. Now, that can, 
that can happen really, really quickly, or it may take a little bit of time, you know. Generally speaking, the moment you actually acknowledge the reality, <laughs> it happens very quickly. Yes. You know, people then feel, you know, answer, how long is this meeting going to take? And, and they say, well, you know, if you want to leave at 4 o'clock, you can leave at 4 o'clock. You know, yeah. so all of those infinitely trivial things that are actually fundamentally so important. Yeah. Anyway, the moment you can actually then remind people of, of what the agenda is, the real work of Mezzo begins. I think that's and really beautiful like, to remind people why we're here because people have had lots of one-on-one -on -one talks and now they arrive and might get a bit confused or... What, what are all these yeah. other people, yeah? It's like, yeah. It, 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 in a sense, it's it's throwing your arms around everybody and sort of saying, this is, this is how I think we've come together. So it's, it's a sort of very gentle embrace of, of everybody. Yes. That uh, you know, we're here for, for this reason. Now... That also can change. Um, if the work, particularly in the preparatory work, is done, it, it doesn't often change, but it mm. can. Yep. And, and I've seen very skilled workers run a meso meeting with two agendas going simultaneously, but they really are very, very good. So um, they, they, can, they can do that, but mostly that isn't isn't necessary. Yep. And the work begins by storytelling. Yep. So this is really the third phase or the third step yep. of Meso Method. Now, stories are told individually. So the story is owned by the storyteller. Yes. At this stage, it doesn't belong to the group. It's not a, our story. It's not a we. It's, not, it's, it's my story. It's, it's, it's my story. Yep. So what we really encourage at that stage is not a huge litany of the, of the difficulties, of which there probably are many, but what sort of resources can they bring to address that? What's a good idea? What are their best ideas that they've had to handle this situation? Mm. And um, at that stage, it's very interesting because it's not a competition as to the best idea. People get very familiar with that idea that belongs to another person. Mm. So uh, the resistance to good ideas is, is beautifully broken by the storytelling process. And just, then just, everybody... Can we just pause, yep. Tony? Because many people, when they hear stories, it's what I call the first story. They get very stuck in the problem, the needs, the pain. Yeah. 
but I'm hearing you say we're listening to the stories with a different ear, that we're listening for the resources which you identified as a good idea. Is that? As a good, as a good idea. It may be a material thing that they can offer to, but usually it's a good idea. Yep. What's their best idea in facing, in facing that? And sometimes that reflective question that's asked really generates just wonderful momentary, oh, boy, I've actually done better than I felt I've been doing and so yes. on. And then to hear other people's affirmation about that, you know, that starts to... But the, but then the next storyteller tells the story, their story, and the next, yep. and the next, and the next. And here we are. Gathering, We're generating a, a set of ideas. And this is where it's so much more powerful than micro-method, where we gather the resources from the storyteller, but they aren't then shared in this, in this environment. So it's sort of like you know, really combining uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, resources that then begin to help grow. Yes. Now, the, the next phase, and this is where training of um, participatory workers becomes really very important, is to how to shape those resources in a way that frames the work. Yeah, so this is step four. Framework. Step four. This is step four. Yeah. For example, there could be a common theme of resources. Yes, I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. But that's a different shape of a framework from everybody sharing a different idea. Yes. Or some people sharing a common idea and others sharing different ideas. Yes. So a knowledge of how to construct a, a framework for the action going forward from can be a the, wonderful From the ideas from the of the people, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, sometimes the people come up with themselves, you know, we will, you know, this is really good. We can, you do this bit, not that bit, and da 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 But very often at that stage, the crafting of the joint stories can be a great, great bit. It's not making the resources, it's not servicing them, it's just facilitating the bringing together of those ideas in an action program. Yes. So that's, that's re really what, it, what it's about. And, and, and I think, I, and if a meeting, so a group of people meet more and more, they'll get more and more used to doing that framing themselves. They'll start to I, learn how to do it. It's like, oh, I heard yeah. that idea from you. That's similar to that idea. Oh, we've got some common ideas and that yes. they're framing it themselves, yeah? The more people get used to this uh, process of working together and sharing ideas and not, saying one idea is better than the other and, and there's a, a hierarchy of ideas and their usefulness, uh, you know, the, the 
meetings can be really very quick. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, I've, I've, I've seen some occur in just minutes, really, yeah. because that they're very, very familiar with this meso process to be able to move forward very quickly. So that this framing of the ideas, which is, you know, step four, step five then helps people program, develop an action, like this is what we can do in the light of that. Yes. Yeah. So it's a that's, pathway that's of right. action. Yeah. It's a, it's a pathway forward. Now, the implications of that, it could be that some skilling is required for them to be able to do it. Yeah. For example, there was one uh, wonderful experience I had running a meso group of young Aboriginal people. And, and the issue that they had to bring forward is that they needed to be able to explain to their elders about particular health matters. They were in, employees of the health, um, the community health program. Now that's extraordinarily difficult for a young Indigenous person to speak with sort of authority, certainly with information, to an elder. Yeah. And they practiced and practiced to do that respectfully, to do it well, and so on. So that that's now, step six. That's, this is step six. That's six. Like, We've worked that's, out a pathway. Now we're doing some practicing or training on how to do it. On how to do it. Now, sometimes I know how to do it. Boom. It's, yeah. it's quick as that. But sometimes, as I say, the, the, the change is so significant. You know, when I go back to my husband and I have to explain this to him, or I have to go back to my son, or I have to go back to my employer. Mm. What do I say? How do I say it? That sort of situation. I want to practice that before. before I, I think this is really important for our listeners to hear, Anthony. So it's not just charting a pathway of action, but practicing the actions, because many of these actions are embedded in issues of power. You know, I'm thinking, you know, your stories, but like for many years working with young people in South Africa around reproductive health rights, they also had to then go and talk to boyfriends or <laughs> teachers yes. or even the police and say, we're tired of our rape reports not being taken seriously. And, you know, we so we have had to practice how we could, approach the police um, in, in a way that the stories would be taken seriously, yeah? That's exactly right, Peter. So it's, it, it, it's sometimes we know how to do it and we know what to do, but also sometimes there are very, very serious issues associated with the changes that are now uh, accepted by them, by the group, or by part of the group, or whatever. Yeah. So the final, the final of the steps is just imagine yourself for a moment in that situation. You know, just just for a moment, reflect out of the meeting, 
you back wherever, back into your daily life. Uh, are you okay? Are you okay? And then maybe a reflective moment is the is the group being useful. But I'm very cautious about going evaluation because mm. it's backward looking rather yeah. than forward looking. Yeah. And, and people have got to be, you know, very often they're asked, oh, was the group useful and so on? And that throws the mind backward and not mm. forward into the new. That's very helpful. Into the new. Yeah. So it's the it's the very careful checking out. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the seven steps are, are, are really useful guide, Anthony. So the preparatory work before the meeting, coming together, the reality story. check of what the story the story it's gathering the resources in the stories which are usually good ideas but there are other things organizing the ideas into a framework with the people the framework yes. offers a, a pathway for action practicing training to support the actions and then a very careful checking ending with with that kind of are you okay yeah yeah let's move forward and they might move forward with an activity so we, we're kind of like now we're moving just as we come towards the end that that, that might be the one-off meeting but now but they might need that to might keep be. meeting and they might need to keep meeting and the activity might start to draw other people in from the community and then it starts to become a project. Is that, yeah? That's right. So we see the cycles of meso, yeah? And I, I know... Cycle you, of meso. Uh, when it becomes a project, usually the host organisation, usually the, the host organisation of the work event says, look, this is important work. Let's legitimise it. Let's maybe give it a name that the people can name yeah. the project. And then, of course, if it takes off, there's other groups, then it will become a genuine participatory community program. So it's got a number of projects. Yeah, interconnected but distinct. Yeah. And, um, and, and, of course, this is when it can even go further into what you talk about as social movements. So it's where yeah. our community development links with social movement work. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So, you know, the women's um, banking mo movement started with meso work in small groups. Housing co-ops uh, have started with this sort of work that have, you know, there's been so many projects uh, and programs they've been able to move forward into into movements. That's very helpful. So really we're saying there's an internal cycle to the meso method, which the seven steps, how you yeah. as a worker work within the group. And then there's the external, uh, it might not be a cycle, the external way of understanding the movement from activity yeah. to project to program to social movement and 
we, we, we write about that actually as the five stages in the book because there's the people's organization one. So I, I think um, that's very helpful and you've got me reflecting on the project that started two weeks ago with my little, the little group at Bundaberg with Hummingbird House and, and um, yeah, wondering where that will go as other groups yes. form and those groups connect. So this is a very helpful framework for me to think about the groups. And it really is the heartbeat. I, yeah. it's, it's the heartbeat. It's actually where the personal transformation is most powerfully enacted. Of course, it's in micro work too, but uh, when it's done in the public domain of a small group, it's, it's reinforced, it's supported, it's, um, it's, yep. it's a whole lot more powerful. Looking from the outside, we'll look back on these meso groups when we when when you or I or both of us cover off macro methods, you know, how, how the organisations manage these. Uh, well, that's these a good segue because that's what we're going to talk about next week, Anthony. Um, I'd really love us <laughs> to move, and, and I really would love it, it to be a conversation with you. Um, and I think our listeners that are thinking uh, are more in the role of how do we resource and manage this work, that, that's a really important conversation. So, so we do move in the method framework to macro method next week. So any final comments before you and I say goodbye? Um, my comment is that I think it's the most exciting moment in participatory work mm. when people get a little framework that is profoundly connected to their own situation that gives them a little bit of a pathway forward. I mean, it's a, it's a magic moment. And, and a pathway with others, which of course is that beautiful community dimension, yeah. So, pathway with others, yeah. the community side of it. Thank you very much, Anthony, for your time on Saturday morning and uh, have a beautiful day. We'll say goodbye. Okay, bye-bye, Peter.